إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أستغى الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد فقال الله جل جلاله في كتابه ولقد كتبنا في الزبور من بعد الذكر أن الأرض يرثها عبادي الصالحون Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in the Qur'an many times and the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallama also has mentioned in numerous ahadith that eventually victory will be for this ummah, victory will be for al-Islam, victory will be for the believers and every single individual present should have yaqeen, an absolute level of certainty in this statement. Limadha? Because the evidence is as clear as day. And the evidence comes from where? Al-Qur'an wa sunnah So to deny any of these two is problematic. The first piece of evidence we can take is as was mentioned. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Jalla Jalaluhu, qala fi kitabihi al-azimah, fi surah al-anbiya, the 21st chapter of the Qur'an, ayah 105. وَلَقَدْ كَتَبَنَا فِي الزَّبُورِ مِنْ بَعْدِ الذِّكْرِ أَنَّ الْأَرْضَ يَرِثُهَا عِبَادِيَ الصَّالِحُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, surely, following the record, we have decreed in the scriptures that eventually the earth will be given to my righteous servants. To who? لِعِبَادِي Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, to those who worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, السَّاجِدِينَ الرَّاكِعِينَ Those who praise and pray towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also, he says who? الصالحون, those righteous individuals. And also, Surah Al-Safat, the 37th chapter, Ayah 171 to 173. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, وَلَقَدْ سَبَقَتْ كَلِمَتُنَا لِعِبَادِنَا الْمُرْسَلِينَ إِنَّهُمْ لَهُمُ الْمَنْصُورُونَ وَإِنَّ جُنْدَنَا لَهُمُ الْغَالِبُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, and word has already been given to my servants. The messengers, إِنَّهُمْ لَهُمُ الْمَنْصُورُونَ Allah says that surely they will be helped. Surely they will be assisted. Surely النصر سيأتي من الله. 
surely that assistance and that help will come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And on the third and, and the 171st ayah, he mentions, وَأَنَّ جُنْدَنَا And indeed, our forces, the forces of Allah, our armies, they will prevail. وَأَيْضًا فِي الصُّورَةُ السَّابِعًا Also in the seventh chapter of the Qur'an, Surah Al-A'raf, ayah 120, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, إِنَّ الْأَرْضَ لِلَّهِ the earth entirely belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. إِنَّ الْأَرْضَ لِلَّهِ يُورِثُهَا مَنْ يَشَاءُ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give it to whoever he wills. Can grant it to whoever he wills. وَكَيْفَ يَخْتِمَ الْآيَةِ And how is the ayah concluded? وَالْعَاقِبَةُ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ But eventually, the final outcome, sooner or later, it will be given to المتقين. The believers. When we look in today's day and age, however, what we might see and what we, what we might find is that the disbelievers are the ones who are seen to be running the show. The disbelievers have got no issue whatsoever to drop bombs on the people in Gaza day and night. Limada, they want to wipe Islam off of the map entirely. And the West Green Light, Labas, no problem. As you wish. They want to extinguish the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They want to get rid of the sharia. They want to extinguish the risala of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They want away with the sharia. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew this. And mentioned it in his kitab. Side benefit for all of us. It's upon us to read the Quran and to go through it and understand its meaning. Because in it is an immense amount of benefits and gems that we can take away. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, or as we was mentioning, they want to extinguish the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is something that is impossible. Dictionary definition of impossible. Something that cannot occur. Something that cannot exist. Something that can never be done. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions it. Maratain, twice, in verses that are quite similar. The first in Surah Al-Tawbah, the ninth chapter, ayah number 32. And the second in Surah Al-Saf, chapter number 61, ayah number 8. يُرِيدُونَ أَنْ يُطْفِئُوا نُورَ اللَّهِ بِأَفْوَاهِهِمْ وَيَأْبَ اللَّهُ إِلَّا أَنْ يُتِمَّ نُورِهِ وَلَوْ كَرِهَ الْكَافِرُونَ وَأَيْضًا فِي Surah Al-Saf, يُرِيدُونَ لِيُطْفِئُوا نُورَ اللَّهِ بِأَفْوَاهِهِمْ وَاللَّهُ مُتِمُّ نُورِهِ وَلَوْ كَرِهَ الْكَافِرُونَ In the first ayah, they want to extinguish the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with their mouths. And we'll come to what it means by with their mouths. But Allah will only allow his light to be perfect. Even if the disbelievers dislike it. And the second they want to extinguish the light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but Allah will certainly perfect his light, even if the disbelievers dislike it. What a pointless objective they have. What a futile agenda. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already mentioned, he will perfect his light, let alone let it be extinguished. And subhanallah, we look at the amount of wealth that they have spent in this cause to try and defeat al-Islam. It's said, in this one month that they've been fighting Gaza, small little strip, they've spent $7 billion. 
seven billion dollars in one month. And don't forget, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a razzaq. Allah provides for everyone and everything. He's the one who has given them this wealth. And we say, Alhamdulillah, it will be an evidence against them. Every single penny they spend will be an evidence and will brought, will be brought up against them. They will use their mouths. They want to use their mouths. We already know. They control all of the media outlets. Social media, the newspapers, magazines, television programs, you name it. They're in charge of it. And they are the ones that are, they are using this to try and fight the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just last Sunday, there was an article in a Jerusalem newspaper. They mentioned this whole war against the Gaza Strip will cost them 2 billion shekels. It's their currency. As an exchange rate, it say $51 billion. Don't be deceived. The word million and billion, maybe it sounds close. It's not close at all. They say 1 million seconds is the equivalent to roughly 12 days. 1 billion seconds is the equivalent to, they say, 32 years approximately. Billion. They will spend 50 billion trying to fight Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they will be unsuccessful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in, in the Quran aydan, fi surah al-anfal, the eighth chapter, ayah number 36. Inna al-ladheena kafaru yunfiquna amwalahum liyasuddu an sabilillah. Allah says, those that disbelieve, they spend their money to try and take people away from the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he mentions the steps that it has to take. Fasayunfiqunaha so they will spend their money. And then them spending that money will be a cause of regret for them. In this life and in the next. And again, how does he end the ayah? And then they will be overcome. And then Islam will be victorious. They have to spend their money first, so let them spend it. And we know the outcome. We know that they will be... Uh, overcome. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions in the hadith Qudsi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Man Whoever takes my believers as enemies I will wage war upon them. So now they're not at war with the resistance the legitimate resistance in Gaza rather they're at war with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how can you be at war with Al-Aziz, Al-Qawi Al-Mateen. Another evidence we find in the 24th chapter, Surah Nur, ayah number 55. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَعَدَ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنْكُمْ وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ لَيَسْتَخْلِفَنَّهُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ كَمَا اسْتَخْلَفَ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبَلِهِمْ وَلَيُمَكِّنَنَّهُمْ دِينَهُمُ الَّذِي ارْتَضَى لَهُمْ وَلَيُبَدِّلَنَّهُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ خَوْفِهِمْ أَمْنًا يعبدونني لا يشركون بي شيئا ومن كفر بعد ذلك فأولئك هم الفاسقون Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions and Allah has promised and the promise of Allah isn't something to be taken lightly Allah has promised those who believe don't look at numbers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't look at numbers who has the numbers and who doesn't who has the arms and who doesn't these aren't matters that are even remotely important for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give victory to al-Islam. Allah has promised them who believe and do righteous actions. He will make them the khalifa on this earth. 
he will make them the successors of the land, as he done with those that came before. And surely he will establish their faith. Allahumma thabbithum. He will establish their faith that he has chosen for them. And he will indeed change their fear into security. No doubt, for the civilians that live in Gaza, it's a fearful time. You're already walking out on the street looking at what used to be your, your normal neighborhood and you're seeing rubble and your family members. No doubt it's a time of fear. Allah has promised them. He will replace that fear and grant them security. Again, these are the etiquettes that the person has to have to be those from the successful. They worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without worshipping anyone else with him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned, sorry, has promised them security and the promise of Allah is also true. Another few ahadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions, إِنَّ اللَّهَ زَوَالِيَ الْأَرْضَ فَرَأَيْتُ مَا شَارِقَهَا وَمَا غَارِبَهَا وَإِنَّ أُمَّتِي سَيَبَلُغُ مُلْكَهَا مَا زُوِيَ مِنْهَا The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gathered the earth for me and he showed me the west of it and he showed me the east of it. And my ummah will be سَيَبْلُغُ My ummah will spread to all of what he was shown. وَأَيْضًا قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ لَيَبَلُغَنَّ هَذَا الْأَمْرُ مَا بَلَغَ اللَّيْلَ وَالنَّهَارِ And also he said, he mentioned صلى الله عليه وسلم My ummah will spread wherever the night and the day spreads. Or whatever part of the land sees the night and the day, my ummah will spread to there. And what part of the earth does not see night and day? The Ummah will be victorious over the land in its entirety. We come to a statement. إِذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ أَمْرًا جَعَلَ لَهُ أَسْبَابًا If Allah wants an end to something, or an end, He will facilitate the means to it. Do you understand this statement? If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we've concluded and we've gathered from the ayat that have been mentioned, Islam will be victorious. And the earth is for the believers. This is the ends. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if he wants an end, he will produce for it the means and allow the circumstances to take place for that end to happen. Victory is for al-Islam. And if this principle is correct, then we can say, bi-idhnillah, victory is near. And perhaps the ground is being prepared for what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised. Aqulu qawli hadha, wa astaghfir Allah li wa lakum, wa lisa'il al-muslimin, fastaghfiruh, innahu huwal ghafur rahim Bismillah, salatu wassalam ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'i wa ba'd. There's a hadith mentioned in Bukhari. The statement of Aisha radiallahu anha. She says, Kana yawma bu'athin yawman qaddamahu Allahu bi rasoolih. There was an event that took place. There was a battle, yawma bu'athin. On the day, it was called the battle of bu'ath. On that day, Aisha radiallahu ala mentions that that is the day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave a gift to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Aslan, originally, the battle has nothing to do with the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Two tribes, Al-Aws and Al-Khazraj, they were fighting in Medina. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was in Mecca, 13 years, giving da'wah. And he was looking for something. He wanted backing from a tribe so that he could 
spread the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He went to the people of Ta'if and they turned him down. Every year in Hajj, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would present himself and he would ask for the backing of a tribe. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted this great reward for another party. That's why he didn't let any of the people from, his, uh, from the people of Mecca to take this. He wanted the reward for Al-Aws and Al-Khazraj. So the battle was taking place in Medina and they say, or they said that they was, it was a long feudal war that they was in. Every day you wake up, you put on your armor, you go out, you fight, you come back, you sleep, you wake up, you go. Same thing again for years and years and years. Yawm Abu Athan, in that battle, they say the leaders of both parties was killed. And the heads of, the, of both parties were also killed. You find in the Quran a lot, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the people that oppose the messengers, it's always Al-Mala'a. The heads, because they have the most to lose. The status quo changes when they are no longer in charge and no longer running the show. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if he wants a means, if he wants an end rather, he will create the means. So the first means, or one of the many benefits we can take, was that the heads and the leaders of both parties, they were killed. That year when Al-Ansar, who were the people of Khawsan, Al-Awsan and Al-Khazraj, when they went to Hajj, they saw the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they said they heard about the Prophet and they said let's take this man to our lands may Allah unite us through him they were lost some leadership another preparation is that Al-Ansar they were neighbors with who? with the Jews so they would always hear them mentioning that a Prophet would come and the Jews would say to them a Prophet is coming and he'll be on our side and we'll finish you Alhamdulillah was al-aks it was the opposite History was preparing them that day when they went out to fight Yawm Abu Athan, they had no idea that is the day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would bring them closer to Islam. Another example, Umar ibn al-Khattab sent an army out to fight the, uh, the Persian Empire. The leader of the army was Abu, Abu Ubaid al-Thaqafi. He was very courageous and very brave. But in one of the battles, maybe he overstretched himself slightly and he took a risk that was, he took a risk. That was the battle of Al-Jisr, which led to an astronomical defeat. And they say half of the Muslim army that went to Persia died in that battle. Half of the army that was in Persia to fight one of the biggest superpowers at that time were killed in this battle. It was a golden opportunity for the Persians to take out the rest of the Muslims. 50% of the army is gone. You think, Mahmoud Shakir, in the author, the author of At-Tariq al-Islam, he said, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was with the party of the believers. If the believers fulfill the requirements for victory, Allah will grant it to them. Their weapons and their numbers are irrelevant. Also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned Surah Al-Hajj, 22nd, 22nd chapter, ayah number 38. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised and he said he will protect and defend the believers. So even though it looked like defeat was imminent, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted an end, so he facilitated the means. What was the means? In the Persian capital, the two leaders, they were having a dispute. Half of the army broke with a, one of the leaders called Rustum. The other half broke with Fayrazun. The general that was sent to fight the Muslims, 
was called back to the capital to solve their dispute. At the exact time it needed to happen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, إِذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ أَمْرًا جَعَلَ لَهُ أَسْبَابًا This gave the believers a chance to, for the Khalifa to send reinforcements and then to continue the fight. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted that land to be liberated, that land would be liberated. From these two examples, perhaps we can say, we can say and we can see, inshallah, the events in Philistine today are the circumstances and the means for Masjid al-Aqsa to be liberated, for the land of Al-Quds to once again be returned to the Muslims. You know, sometimes the doctor says to you, your pain is going to feel a little bit worse before it gets better. No doubt when we see our sons and our daughters and our brothers and our sisters and our mothers and our fathers and our grandfathers and our grandmothers, when we see them being bombarded day and night with bombs, it hurts. But if we understood the reality of what they are going through, we would smile. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions Surah Ali Imran, the third chapter. وَلَا تَحْسَبَنَّ الَّذِينَ قُتِلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتًا بَلْ أَحْيَاءٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ يُرْزَقُونَ Don't think that those who have died in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that they are dead. A command. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is negating a command. He says, وَلَا تَحْسَبَنَّ الَّذِينَ قُتِلُوا And don't think that those people that have passed away are dead. فَرِحِينَ بِمَا آتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ How can we be upset for them? They're happy and overjoyed with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them. How can we be upset for them? One way ticket to Jannah, Allah accept them as shaheed. Ameen. Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned Surah Al-Baqarah, 154th chapter, a similar ayah. وَلَا تَقُولُوا لِمَنْ يَقْتُلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتِ بَلْ أَحْيَاءٌ وَلَكِنْ لَا تَشْعُرُونَ May Allah liberate the land of Al-Aqsa. اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءهم وأعداء الدين اللهم ثبت أقدام المسلمين في فلسطين اللهم كن لهم ناصر ومعينا ومؤيدا وظهيرا ثبت أقدامهم قلت في كتابك وَمَا رَمَيْتَ إِذْ رَمَيْتَ وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ رَمَا اللهم ارمي على عدوك وعدوهم قلت في كتابك ادعوني أستجب لكم هذا الدعاء هذا الدعاء ومنك الإجابة ومنك الإجابة وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين قوموا للصلاة